John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Good evening, good morning, midday, whatever it is. This is a podcast. Welcome to the Jim Jeffries Show podcast, everybody. Uh, we're here in the belly of the Sunset Studios. Where's your song? You oh, song. this is the Jim Jeffries Show podcast. It's like, ah, uh, the podcast, but I'm involved. Now, mm. I have to plug some tour dates. Uh, I have the This Is Me Now on Netflix, so I forget about that. Um, but what I really want you to buy tickets for, and there's only, and I know this sounds weird, there's only a thousand tickets left, <laughs> but it's an 8,000 seat venue, so, you know, that's not that many. Uh, November 10th, New York Comedy Festival, New York City, Madison Square Garden, as Jack often reminds me, the second room. Still a big fucking room, Jack. Uh, also, come and see me on November 9th at the Oxen May, uh, Mayland at the MGM Grand National Harbour. I'm not as keen on plugging that one, you know. it's No? Yeah, well, come and see me there as well. And then also, tickets are on sale for the Australian tour. Also, tickets are on sale for my Asian tour, which is, yes, just uh, Chinatown I'm going to. No, I'm doing, I'm doing what, nine countries for us? What are we doing? Uh, I think it's eight because we're not going to. Oh, we had to quit. We yeah. quit on China. We quit on China because China wanted me to send a transcript of my set. I don't know my jokes that well to send a transcript. And then if I deviate off the script, I would have been in trouble. Or if I said something about their king, do they have a king? No, they uh, they said Tiananmen Square. They mentioned like I, I don't know if people are doing jokes about that still. But, yeah. If I still did, what is the guy that stood in front of the tank? Is he still there? And he gets unhappy when he gets reminded about <laughs> it at all. Is he still alive? If you are, well done, mate. Good footage. Would have uh, gone viral in today's climate. They're all on your website, and here's where you're going. Taipei, Taiwan, Seoul, South Korea, Tokyo, Japan. Um, you're going to Singapore, Hong Kong, Bangkok, Kuala Lumpur, and Las Vegas. Nope, that's not Asia. All right, Hong Kong. So, uh, <laughs> Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, so we're doing that because we're mostly doing a lot of field pieces during the day. Uh, I would like to introduce our guest. Would you like to do it for us, or should I do it? I mean, I'll do it, yes. Please welcome uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky. Dr. Drew hey, Pinsky. Guys. My That's a hell friend. of a tour, man. A tour, as you say. A tour. 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 A tour. A tour, man. Tour. Uh, you're how not you... going to go up to Pyongyang or anything while you're there? Or... I don't know what gibberish you're saying right uh, now. <laughs> Is that a medical term I, I you just with, said? I was with Dennis Rodman over the weekend. and I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was. Uh, and I and thought, Kim Jong-un, with he, the, are you playing cards? He made it sound so easy just to go up to North Korea. And uh, I thought maybe you might do it. I, why were you with Dennis Rodman? His agent is a recovering guy who wrote a book that I put a comment in, and we were both there sporting him in his book. Yes, and also uh, he is also an, a, a uh, recovering guy. A recovering state of one sort or another. Yes, he is. Yes. How is, how is he doing? Dennis, he seemed the, great. The, the worm. The worm. He is seemed he good? great. Really, like really great. Like way better than last time I saw him. What, what last time? Were you both well, wasted, hookers? No, what no, was no. Happening? Last time, last time. It was in celebrity rehab, mm, and the mm. highlight of that experience was. And you, just for people who don't know, you're the one actually taking care of people. I'm the not, physician, not the other way around. Correct. It's not when Dr. Drew hits the piss too much and he gets put down, and then Dennis Robin goes, "What are you doing?" Could, it could be a very interesting <laughs> program, but no, that didn't happen that way. And uh, early in our relationship, he goes, um, "You know, he was like disruptive in group, and he wouldn't pay attention and stuff." And I go, "Dennis, come on, man, you got to get with it. It's, 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 these people are pouring their hearts out. You're not paying any attention." He goes, "Hey." 
because we'll have a relationship. And he's right. We have, we have actually a, a very good relationship now. And he, but then we did not. And he goes, you got to understand something. you got to understand how the world works. He put his hand up here and he goes, there's God. And then he moved it down about an inch. He goes, and then there's professional athletes. And if you understand that, then we're going to have a good relationship. Right. Does he, because he goes in and out of rehab, does he recover quite quickly? Like when he yes, he's, a, he's resilient. I yeah. always heard he was a great rebounder. Uh, Thank you, everybody. Thank you. You really, really shoot on that. Are you a real comedian? The problem is that I had had that joke ready in my head for 14 <laughs> seconds before I said it. And I was like, Drew, stop talking. You look distracted. Just finish the story. I have a you. rebound story. You look, <laughs> you look distracted, I got to tell you. Yeah, it was good, though. Yeah, you were Dennis, speeding up. You were speeding Dennis up Robbins, into the punchline, too. Dennis Robbins is a good rebounder. You can have that, Forrest. Okay, you, let me write that Use that, that on our Asian team. They love him out there. How do you spell a rebound? Uh, <laughs> yes. um, and then, you know, I last saw you at one of your parties, and you made a recommendation to me and my wife to watch Kath and Kim, Kath the Australian Kim, version, the which we binged on yes. and became huge fans. It's great. It's great, and and but, but there's a bit of it that's missed on us as Americans. Cause, right, because it's a, funny and the jokes well, uh, are well said. Well... <laughs> <laughs> There are rebound jokes throughout. No, it, it's that the, a, a bit of the of the joke is their use of language and some specifics about Australian culture and stuff that just we, we just can't don't get them. Well, it, it has a lady in a Magnus Bansky who played my mother in Legit, which is available and, on Hulu right now, and played uh, the farmer's wife. She in, played the farmer's wife babe. in Babe. Babe, yeah. Yes. And she and it's amazing that's the same person in Kath and Kim. Phenomenal. Yes. Yes, now, that's a very, Did you like it? We like we we binged on. It. I miss it when I don't watch it. <laughs> we got into it. And and what are those two ladies doing now? Um, well, they were they were big Australian uh, comedy stars. I assume I haven't lived in Australia for a long time. I assume they're probably doing tons more television. They made a there's a Catherine Kim movie to wrap it up that was in Australian cinemas. Australia doesn't have much going on. <laughs> well, this seemed to be v- v- very much Australia making fun of itself. Yes, yeah. it's it's our it's, it's white a, trash. It's, uh, it's, it's of, the equivalent of Canada doing Trailer Park Boys. It's it's yeah. Australia's sort of white trash yeah. type of a tale. Have you ever watched Kath and Kim? No, I know Magda. Yeah, I met her. Yeah, I, and I I know her from he, Babe. He he, like he regaled us yeah. with how we must watch it. And we, not just watch it, but watch a series of them until we really get it under our skin. And we did, and we like it. Now, the thing with Magda is it's the only time ever I've worked with an actor, and she's fantastic, but it's the only time that I actually gave someone line reads, and the only reason I did that was because she was playing my mother, and I wanted her to be exactly like my mother, and it is eerie how much she is like my mother in, in Legit, to the, to the point where when my, one of my brothers was watching Legit, he had to uh, pause it and leave the room to cry. Oh, yeah. out of bitterness and anger mostly. <laughs> this was the cop. This is the cop, right? Yeah, the cop. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Anyway, and the the Magda. The other thing about her, is she can play any age. Yeah, which is just oh no, crazy. she's she's only about eight years older than me, and she was playing my mother. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It was makeup. But no, but but I mean, <laughs> I I looked younger. <laughs> I like that joke. Yeah, and Babe, she's I, that's so many years ago, and she was like a farmer's wife. Yeah, and I don't even remember how old she was. Essentially playing now. like young adult in Kath yeah. and Kim. That was that was the weird thing about when the movie Babe came out. Obviously about a pig, right? That was the hacky line that comedians when I was living in Britain would uh, use on the audience when they when they were talking to a girl. They go, "Oh, you're quite a babe." I'm I'm referencing the movie. Oh. The girl was a. Pig. I thought you meant that'll do. That's what everybody was saying. Oh, yeah. No, that's with the hacky line. That'll yeah. do, pig. Yeah, that'll yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. 
I can't even remember. I've got to see that movie again. It was just about a pig that rounded up sheep. Yeah, Hank would like that movie. And talked. Huh? And, and yeah. talked, was Jim. Come on. Yeah, it, was, it didn't really talk. Oh, how dare, well, how well, dare you? Of. The lamb, the sheep talked. Uh, it was about classism and stuff. It had all that too, where it's, it's like 1984 you're, you're supposed to be in, in your, yeah. and wherever you're, your pigs are supposed to do this, dogs are supposed to do this. Yeah, yeah. And then the dog. It was like that movie where the animals sort of portrayed uh, different Nazis and stuff. Charlotte's <laughs> Web. <laughs> uh, All right, so we had a show today. We did. Well, today, you know, well, it's tomorrow now, but it's uh, voting day. It's, today it's voting day. Uh, so, yeah, I got to vote still. I, I, have, I have till 8 o'clock, so I'm going to go. And do my, it. my son had a birthday party, and, uh, and, and Kelly, you came. Mm-hmm. It was a fun party. Yeah, it was fun. I brought my nephew, and uh, he wanted to eat all of the desserts. He loved the Bounce House. We, 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 I thought we were talking about voting. We, we, the next day, after my, <laughs> after my son's birthday party, so there was like 30 parents and uh, 30 kids all running around, and then a couple of days later, in my spare room, condom found on the floor. Ooh. Those kids are crazy, aren't they? <laughs> I know exactly wow. which child that was. <laughs> I think a couple of parents went up there and rogered each other halfway through the party, but fascinating tale. Um, so anyway, so we t- mostly everything today was about... The um, whole episode. The whole episode, which is very rare because we always say we're going to theme an episode. We never really theme an episode. We always do like some story about... Um, uh, something to do with uh, taxes or healthcare, and then we bring a camel on. But this one, <laughs> this one was all based around the election and more not about what you should have voted on or who you should be supporting and what will happen if you don't vote. Now, I'm going to say something on the show, and I, I there was also there was a telethon on television last night where people were ringing in, and I was part of the telethon, and I got on camera and, and I told everyone vote. Please vote. Make sure you vote. Now, I want to say on the podcast, that's a lie. All these celebrities saying, make sure you vote. Make sure you vote. That's how we got Trump in. That's exactly stop right. In, stop no, encouraging exact, people to vote. That's exactly right. And, and if you see DiCaprio and Brad Pitt sitting there, and, and he, they're telling you, protect, you got to protect us. Like the future depends upon I'm thinking, I want protection from guys like you. Who are you telling me what to yeah, do? You, why, why are you dudes the ones that... Maybe I need protection from you. No, no, no. You can say what you want about fucking DiCaprio. <laughs> but you do not speak ill of Brad Pitt on the Jim Jeffries <laughs> show. Right, you're right. The greatest know, know weatherman that's ever <laughs> been. literally on the wall right there. He's, you cannot he, speak about him. The, Brad Pitt, the man who launched the show and got us tens of ratings. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, great man, I'm sure, and nothing to disparage him as individuals. Oh, yeah, but, nicest, but, nicest person. Because he's a Jim yeah. Jeffries fan, right? <laughs> <laughs> He loved legit. Brad Pitt loves See? legit. That's the reason he did the show. We got to get legit back. Seriously. Well, we. I, I think that time's passed. No. I think. I think within the time of legit being cancelled, and now I think um, Billy should be dead. He should be dead. So yeah, but you can just make it a period. Piece. Oh I, no, no, sorry, sorry, I said that wrong. DJ calls is dead by now, and he surely, <laughs> yeah. surely DJ, the actor who played. Yeah, I haven't heard from him, so yeah. No, I saw you on his Instagram today. You had a sticker. This is what I like about the voting days. You Americans all walk out, and then you get your sticker. Yeah, and then you all fucking wear your sticker all day like you're something special in Australia. And we mentioned in the piece, we all have to vote, no matter what. We have to vote, right? Or you get fined. Or we get fined. But it's easier. You don't need to have a thing and a mail thing and register a thing and a thing. You can just be wandering around and you go into the local school. Any school, you can walk in and just say your name, show your ID. 
<coughs> and you can vote wherever you want. You don't have to have a special polling place that you vote. Because I, I, I wonder, like, so let's say I'm on the road doing gigs. I'm not near my space. And now I know what you're going to say first. Well, you can mail it in before. It, everything's complicated. You know, I should be able to vote if I'm feeling like it that morning and I just walk past a place. Why does it have to be so difficult? And that was part of what the piece was about. I feel like making it difficult is to discourage certain groups in our society from being able to vote easily. And we talked about how if you're a convicted felon in, 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 I would say, half the states or 60% of the states in America, if you're a convicted felon, you cannot vote. And then you go, well, why? Why can't they vote? What difference does it make if you've been convicted of a crime and sentenced? But why? What difference does that make? You still are a citizen of the country. It's six million people in the country that are felons that can't vote. But why can't they vote? They've relinquished their freedom, and with that, they've relinquished... Whilst they're in prison. I agree. But don't we we live in a world where once you're rehabilitated, that you should be able to vote again? In I believe in most of those states, there's paperwork you can file to regain that. Yes, but I've seen this as well. You have to go to courts and everything. Yeah. See, I'm very knowledgeable because I watched John Oliver's show. Oh, good. <laughs> good. I'm glad you do. That's nice. He did a piece on that that yeah. we probably nicked. We no, uh, uh, no, nah, nah, we talked about sausages. Yeah, we do. Uh, in, in, in Australia, when you come out of the polling place, they have what they call a sausage sizzle. Now, Drew, what, what I you, love this. That's better than stickers. What do yeah. you think? What do you think a sausage sizzle is? I'm imagining it's like the guys on the corner with the bacon-wrapped weenies. That very right. similar, very yeah. similar. What they do in Australia is we have these very market, like the, these crappy sausages, more beef-related than pork in your society. But we have these sausages, and then you just get a bit of white bread because Australian bread is so good it can fold, not like your fucking sugar-filled American bread that fucking carves in half and lasts seven months. Yeah, yeah. Right? This is stuff that will go off in three days. You have to buy it fresh. Why, you, why do you want to become a citizen here? You hate us so much. No, but I, I import my bread. Oh. Anyway, so so what you do is you put the sausage on top of the bread. You wrap it around. They give you some grilled onions, oh. bit of tomato sauce, right? They give it to you for free? Well, I, I thought they did. You have I, to buy it. I, I, I told the writers It's a room celebration. That, awesome. you, that you get it for free, but it turns out you have to buy it. It's but like still, if two there, bucks. If two there bucks. was a food truck at every polling place here, you would think about it. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to go vote and get tacos. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like they have a map to And you're doing it on a Tuesday. Why don't you ra- cross-promote Taco Tuesday, Election Day? <laughs> no, but here you go. So just if you're in Australia, there's a website, democracysausage.org, and you can look. So you can go to any polling place, like you said. You can actually look at each polling place. And so this one has the Democracy Sausage. It has some sort of cupcake and also cold drinks and a raffle. Yeah, I, so you just gamble. Think, I think like Australians are more adult than Americans. Yeah. No, no, We're no, more no, child. No. We love a gamble. Australians love a gamble. That's We're, why there's a raffle out the front. Yeah, yeah I do get you, that. Do you know Australians gamble five times more than any other country? I did not know that, but that's I don't still know, but like I a... took a chance on that, right? Because we love a gamble. <laughs> no, but Australia has the highest amount of gambling in the known world. But it does or it does we're, not? We're, no, we're doing a field piece. I'm in Australia touring. We're going to do yeah. a field piece on this. Look per up the cap- stats. What do they gamble on most? Per capita. Everything. Huh. Plus, we have one quarter of the world's poker machines. Huh. Right? Country of 20 million people, 7 million people on the planet. 
We have a quarter of them. When you think of Vegas and to think that a little country like Australia Macau has a Macau and stuff. Yeah, Macau. Yeah. Has and that was opened by a fucking Australia. Oh, really? James Packer opened Macau. Interesting. Right? But everybody you go to in Australia will have poker machines in the corner. Now, to the extent that sports betting's gotten so much that when you just hang it like, like in men and women and all that, you'll be watching the commentary of a sporting match and they'll go, Oh, geez, it looks like the Crows might be winning. Oh, maybe maybe the other team will get back. It's yeah. worth a flutter. You can gamble throughout the game. Who's yeah. going to get the next yeah. goal? So you yeah. can gamble nonstop. In, infinite Ba-ba-ba-ba. numbers of bets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. can bet on anything. I like that. And <laughs> where, where, where was I? What You're, po- aren't you a rehab doctor? <laughs> no, but I like Australians. I, I like that they're they're so engaged. Where was was one coast of the Australia settled first when they brought like Sydney? Over. Sydney was yeah. the first and place. When they went towards the went. Well, okay, this is the funny thing is because there's a belief that okay, so the Aboriginals are already there, but when the white man found Australia. Yeah. There is a common myth that what happened was it was British people, Captain Cook, who also found Hawaii. found Hawaii. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was killed up there. Yep. But it, he was the great explorer of our time. You yeah. know, he's the Captain Kirk of the world. Yeah. Right. He would go around. He found Australia first. Yeah. That is a lie. The Dutch actually found Australia first, but yeah. they landed on, the, on west the west coast where it was all desert, mm. and they got off and they went. This looks shit. It's just desert, and they just they it's just not even map it. They just got on their plane and yeah. left, right? <laughs> but then what happened was Captain Cook came around, and he came into Sydney Harbour, oh, yeah. and he saw the bridge and yeah. the Opera House, and he thought this is a nice place. And the rocks, <laughs> the rocks, all those restaurants over there, and the rocks. That's the rocks. Yeah. The, the, okay, the rocks. Yeah. You know, you know Sydney. The rocks is the first part of um, the settlement. Settle, yeah, settle the old stuff. Settle yeah. So, so, but what I'm asking is, so I, I that's I, where the convict colonies were, right? And I've been thinking lately about how much the U.S. and the and the Australia has in common in terms of our genetic heritage. Mm-hmm. You know, when countries want casual to, racism. No, there's that. Mm. But when people wanted to get when countries wanted to get rid of people, they sent them either to the colonies in North America or to Australia, right? Right. And then amongst those scalawags, amongst those genetically predisposed folks for alcoholism and all kinds of sure. mental health stuff, then amongst those nuts, there's a group, at least in the US, that thought, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go where those Indians are. I'm gonna those North American Indians. I'm gonna move west. So the super crazy went out into the into the the what was the West. Well, so, every, every every colonized country starts like this. It starts with a few white people come in, and they go to the native people. Look, we've just come here, right? Can you help All us? All we want, yeah. is this little tiny corner over here, and you can have a rest of that land. And we don't say, so just get out of this little bit here, and we'll have the rest of it. And then as time goes by, we just want this other little tiny bit, you cunts. Why are you being so selfish? You have so much more land off to the side, and all we've asked for is another few acres. And then that goes on and on and on. And now we have Puerto Rico. <laughs> the, it, what, I, what I really enjoyed in Australia, I remember you telling me, that, like pointing this out to me, though, was so where there was first colonized in Australia, it was by British, and the states were... It's Victoria, where Melbourne is, uh, yeah. Queensland, where Brisbane is, and New South Wales. Yeah. Where, and that was what the English called it. And then once the Australians got the name shit, huh. it, the other three states were 
West Australia, South Australia, <laughs> Northern <laughs> Territory. <laughs> like, yeah. no creativity. It's, it's, it's the same thing. We had our East Coast uh, well, that's what I'm sorted, saying. and then the West Coast was just like an afterthought. Yeah, and then all the really adventuresome types amongst the already adventurers moved and, west. And what was in the West in both countries? Fucking minerals, gold, opal. Or opals in Australia, you know what I mean? So Australia is still the richest source Focus. of fucking gold and opals and shit like that. <laughs> There's a town in Australia in the middle called Cooper Peter which is where we get all of our opals from. And it's so hot that everyone lives underground. Back to Kath and Kim. It, the, How can you not hear that fact? I heard excited. it. I heard it was interesting. But the, the sh- they were in Melbourne, right? They were in Melbourne, yeah. And, and is that where all the white trash is? Is that why they did that? Look, I'm going to tell you something about Australia. We put white trash everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we don't well, have, I'll tell you something. We don't have a white trash state. Except for Queensland, you fucking rednecks. And I'll be seeing you in December at the Brisbane Entertainment Centre. And Townsville. Yeah, oh, in Townsville. We just opened another gig at Townsville. Sydney so we to can me, see our friend Charlie. I was shocked at how sort of um, cosmopolitan Sydney was and how proud they were of their colonial heritage. Yes. That's weird because Brit- the Brits are, are just ashamed of their colonial period. Well, Australia. Okay, the, the, the British make a joke. Um, what's the difference between Australians and yogurt? Yogurt has culture in it, <laughs> right? So Australia. That's you, wrong, though. When you're when you're a two hundred year old country, or we're heading up to now two hundred and thirty year old country. Uh, yeah, this year two hundred thirty years um, since the settlement, right? And Australia does latch on to no, no. It's fucking. We've got an opera house. We yeah. do opera. Don't worry about it. So we do try to whenever, because we, we are based from a European country, yeah. we do try to act like we're more cultured than we are. I think you're pretty adult and pretty, I was very impressed, Sydney. I got to tell you Very impressed. Didn't your very son impressed. go to Sydney University? He did for about six months, yeah. Did he come back dumber? Uh, a little bit. That's true. <laughs> a little bit. He must have had a few Australian birds in his time. I, mean, I hope so. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. You ever well, had sex with an Australian woman? Me? Yeah. Uh, I can't. No. No, you don't want to. Terrible voice. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, keep sticking it in me, Drew. I'm enjoying that. I'm <laughs> All right, enjoying well, uh, it. I'm oh. Catherine Kim. Hold on a second. Yeah. I'm Catherine Kim. Oh, don't, had... don't Pinsky me there. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and Catherine Kim, they had the thing where they where they played a different character where they did funny things with their R's. Like, yeah. oh, oh. No, they're, they're posh Australians. What? That's po- That's why posh Australians start going, oh, really? Oh, that's very normal. Oh, like that. They, that's, that right? Yeah, that's posh Australian. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know Sorry, it's, I I know need, it's I hard to believe. I need to have a, like a guidebook from yeah, and the, the posh Australians always like uh, they let their hair go grey because they think it's more regal or something. Uh, I see. Boris, um, so your mother came to the show anyway. But just to bring it back to voting, we get to that. <laughs> How dare you? We're having a conversation yeah. here. No, but but to, just to bring the point though, with compulsory voting in Australia, and you vote on a weekend, and you get a sausage afterwards. Yeah. It's <laughs> usually around ninety in Sydney. Not only in certain suburbs. It's usually around a 95 to 96% turnout. I still, so everybody votes. I still, of, to yeah. this very day, yeah. have to pay about $80 every time there's an election, whether it be uh, state or federal, I pay $80 uh, fine. Because you don't show up. Well, I, I can mail in a vote, yeah. but I don't do it. And the reason I don't do it is several things. I'm lazy. Um, but also, I, I don't follow Australian politics. Right. I haven't seen the news. I don't know what the social issues are. I haven't lived in the country for over 20 years. Yeah. And so I don't feel like I should be voting. I Got feel it. like me voting is a detrimental thing. Now, I'll tell you something about Australian elections. My mother 
used to work on the elections when I was a kid, and she used to go around to the nursing homes, right? Mm. Oh, uh, a week, we have a similar thing. Here. A go week ahead. before, and she used to go around to the people with dementia and go, yeah. "Oh, which box do you want to tick?" Yeah, and go all that. Now, when I was fourteen, let this be known: when I was fourteen in Australia, my mother got me a job working on the election, counting votes. Where me and some other fourteen-year-olds would open big boxes Oof. of votes, pour them on the ground, and put them into piles, and write down who voted for what. Now, if this was Florida, right? Any uh, state, any state. Yeah, a swing vote, yeah. right? I wasn't writing the right numbers down. I was fourteen and bored. Mm. All I wanted was my sausage sizzle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds yeah, but so I did. Sexy. I did. My first job, my, my second job, my first job was being a paper boy, and then my second job was voting, um, counting votes for the Australian election, which brings me neatly in to <laughs> Sunbasket. It's <laughs> a very smooth. Trip. Sunbasket yeah, has smooth. been rated the number one meal kit by leading publications because they make it easy and convenient to cook healthy, delicious meals at home, no matter how much you suck in the kitchen. Do you suck in the kitchen, Forrest? I don't suck in the kitchen. You're more of a hallway bedroom guy. Yeah. (laughs) Hallways. Alleyways is another big... Oh, that's what I thought you meant. Alleyways. Sorry, yeah. (laughs) Hallways are even weirder. I just got... (laughs) Just Just get down in the middle. Who texts you, Brad Pitt? I just got a a missed call from Dan Bacadol, who played Steve on Legit. Obviously, there's been a fire. (laughs) How... Okay, even if you suck in the kitchen, are you still calling? Get Dan on here. Let's put him up. Come on, talk to Dan. I'll talk to him. Hey, Dan. Hello, mate. Yeah. (laughs) Why are you calling? I'm just calling to say, hey, what are you doing? I'm on a podcast with Dr. Drew and Forrest, and you're on the air right now. Oh, no. I wanted to swear. You You can swear. swear. It's a podcast. Jeff never swears. Yeah. Um, uh, how's life in peace? Has that been cancelled yet, or are you still happy? No. No? no it hasn't been canceled yet. It hasn't been canceled. Give us a month. Uh-huh. Give us a month. All right. Sure, it'll be sitting right next to legit. It'll be <laughs> alphabetic order. It'll be legit. Life in pieces on your Hulu. Yeah, you're going to become a big star on Hulu one day after all your failures. <laughs> That's right, because of you. <laughs> Mate, i got I got to go. I'm busy at work. Work. It's a podcast. All right. Love you, mate. Dan, <laughs> check. You, call buddy. me. Did you hear that? Doctor- oh, oh, okay. that, was, okay. that, was, that was Dan Bacadol. Um, so He's did- very proud. He voted today. <laughs> we did a couple of field pieces. Oh, I've got to finish the new- do the read. Oh, yeah, we haven't just, done the read? Yeah, let's just start from the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> start that one over. Some I was blowing in the hallway. Just, <laughs> I, I, you know, <laughs> Kelly, do you have to edit this thing? <laughs> oh, honey. I think we're just going to leave that. Oh, my way. God. But yes, I do. Here's, here's what we're going to do. Damn, back it all, love some baskets. Everyone, just this way. For the first time ever, I'm going to do this as an actual person who cares about their job would read an ad. Wow. Mm, this I is don't a think you should. Yeah, just, they, don't, they don't want that. Yeah, I think just, you should just do it. They don't normal. want you to just read it. Just wait and see. All right. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. Sunbasket has been rated number one meal kit by leading publications because they make it easy and convenient to cook healthy, delicious meals at home. No matter how much you suck in the kitchen. I just farted. I couldn't do it. <laughs> how? Well, Sunbasket works with the best farms and suppliers to bring you fresh, organic produce, responsibly raised meats. How is that responsibly raised? 
Like the meats only get so much screen time. <laughs> get off your iPad, meat. <laughs> and, and seafood delivered right to your door. Everything is pre-measured and easy to prep, meaning less hassle and less waste of food. Plus, you can get a healthy and delicious meal on your table in 30 minutes. Better yet, now you get more options than ever. Forrest, yeah. what, what did you eat this week? Uh, Sorry, I'll rephrase this. From Sunbasket. <laughs> hmm. We don't want you to start with, I had a bucket of lard with a spoon. Okay, I'll skip over that. Um, from Sunbasket, I had the Korean beef skewers. They're very good. Um, and what vegetables did they come with? Uh, the skewer. That was uh, originally a tree. So I just ate wow. that. A lot of fiber. Good woodiness. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I really do. Things. No, I've, I've, I always eat the stuff in the sunbasket. It's super easy to make and it's good. Yeah. No, we don't pay you a lot in this show and you need to get whatever free. <laughs> all, all Forrest owns in the world is, is four <laughs> pairs of boots. And some stuff from Korea. From ThursdayBoots.com. And a whiteboard. Didn't we have whiteboards? Yeah. Yeah. US marker board. (laughs) If you go to Forrest's house, he's just wearing fancy boots, writing on a whiteboard. And shaving his back with a back blade. Anyway. What? It's all our sponsors. We had Backblade 2.0. We had Backblade 2.0. Wow. You wouldn't understand. Fantastic. Guess who loves that? Sunba- like, there's like eight ads in one right here. <laughs> yeah. Sunbasket's a piss. Far as, like, you're doing a great job just far reading this as, like what, a pro. What are you, you going to eat next week from Sunbasket? Have you got something oh, ready to go? Basket. You got something ready to go? Uh, I'm going to have, there's like this pesto pasta chicken thing. That so I just go to Sunbasket's really app good. and pick from 18 healthy weekly recipes raise, uh, ranging from... Paleo, which I assume is a country. <laughs> Paleo? Paleo. Yeah. Gluten-free, <laughs> lean and clean, vegan, Mediterranean, family options and more. Choose any recipe you like, skip a week or cancel any time. Forrest has never skipped a week. There's something for everyone's healthy journey and every busy lifestyle. Go to sunbasket.com slash gym today and learn more and get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash gym for $35 off sunbasket.com slash gym. Flawless. Paleo. Yeah, that was exactly how companies want you to read it, uh, advertising multiple other companies no, within no, the ad. No, I'll tell you what the company's like. Okay, we're going to get other companies come on board with this show. We've had Sunbasket for a while. They like us. Sunbasket like us because we give them a 10-minute read. <laughs> that is <laughs> organic. Yeah, it's natural. Is organic. And he's not reading. He's, he's proclaiming. <laughs> Everyone knows I can't read. <laughs> So then today we did two field pieces, which yep. I enjoyed because it was less talking for the most part for well, me. you still had to do the field. Mm. Well, one of them you had to do. One no, 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 the field piece. I had to Exciting. That's the first one you didn't do. It was maybe one of – the first field piece was maybe – it may be my favorite field the piece. The third party debate. The third party debate. So we had from the <laughs> – I did we, it. It was around the corner. We did it. The Comedy, Stent- uh, Comedy Central has a little uh, sort theater. of yeah, – little theater that sits like 80 people. Mm. And we had people from the hip-hop party. Here's the marijuana party. The rent is too damn high party. <laughs> and the libertarian. Yeah, we had Janaea Butler from the New American Hip Hop Party. Bill uh, Chengis, I think is how you say it. Wayward Bill Chengis, marijuana I think party. It was, I think it was Shane Gleese or Shane. I can't remember. That's I said it right on the show. Yeah. The he rent tried. is too damn high. Jimmy McMillan and the libertarian party. Kevin Shaw, not related to him. Now, i got to say, I went down to this debate thinking that they're all going to be fucking nut jobs and uh, wasn't disappointed. No, no. no, no. <laughs> it's not no, like the they, earth is flat, guys. No, 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 no. These, these, they were all smart people. This is the thing with politics. If you want to get into politics, if you want to get into a major party, 
Uh, you have to work your way up from a shitty job. And these are just people that care about the country and have their own opinions and want to make a difference, but they don't want to work their way up. So they think, I'll just open my own party and yeah. have a go. Uh, the lady from the hip-hop party, very well spoken. A lot of options. I, I believe personally she's using the hip-hop angle so that she can just get a few eyes on her mm. so that she can go in. Sure. Um, the weed guy, he's been in the weed party, whether he knew it or not, for decades. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was actually smoking. Like, I think when you see oh, it, there's smoke coming in front of the camera. Well, that's he, not he, an effect. He, like was, he, was, he, was, he yeah. was vaping, but he, yeah. was, he was stoned. And um, the Ren is too damn high guy. Man, I like that guy. I could hang out with that fucking guy all day. <laughs> his whole idea is that the rent is too damn high. He also, by his own admission, uh, well, by his own admission, he was a Vietnam vet. He smoked weed in Vietnam. When he came out, he became a karate master. Mm. And then he became a karate teacher. Then he became uh, a bodyguard for the New York Yankees. And then he was a stripper. And in his own word, who would sling his dong over women's shoulders. Yeah. So Lovely. he wasn't part of the Me Too movement. <laughs> no. He may have been the tipping point. when the, You know when you He's light up a whole me. lot of dominoes? And the, he was a first toucher. And what about the Libertarian Party guy? He didn't use his finger, though. He was all right. He was just like a hippie sort of student guy. He was very intelligent, well-read young man. I'm, I dislike the Libertarian Party more than most. because Why? Because this whole idea of anyone can do anything. No, we, that's anarchy. No, it's it's we don't we don't have to pay taxes anymore. We need to pay taxes. Of course. We need to pay they don't believe in taxes, Drew. Yeah. We don't believe in taxes. Uh, uh, right? We need roads, we need of hospitals, course, we need we, we need the fire department, we need the no, police. No, I, I don't and this whole idea. And, and so this, this this crazy idea. And like, okay, so you're you're a rehab doctor. Yeah. Do you believe we should legalize all drugs? I'm okay with that. I believe that yeah. as well. I, 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 I believe I mean, we should. I, I, be, I believe it's it, it's it's easier to people not overdosing on dirtier e, drugs well, or something, a, or, and the, we can get taxes. The, that goes back to taxes, right? The main thing about having it be illegal is we can use the legality as a leverage to motivate people to get treatment because when they're into the disease, not much gets through to them. Losing your freedom gets through to them, so it will, we would miss that. But in a, from a philosophical standpoint, I don't, I don't, who cares? I mean. We don't make the laws. You you don't have to answer this because because we've we've been friends for getting on to a decade now. I'm sure we've been friends. Um, You ever taken drugs? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. What's what's your drug of choice? My drug of choice that you took. Uh, I'm not. I don't really respond very well to them. You know what I mean? Like like I hated pot. Mm. Uh, Alcohol, I get sick really easily. Really? Cocaine. mm, I mean that probably. You got too confident and took pot again. No, you know what happened? It made me ske- frightened because I was fearful of what could happen. I, I get panic attacks. Oh, well, cocaine, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, like a, a lightweight. I'm a total lightweight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, nothing. I, so nothing ever. Like opiates make me feel shitty. They mushrooms? Like, you ever done mushrooms? No, but I, I like if I were at end of life, I would take acid or mushrooms for sure. Mushrooms is a lot different from acid. But, but, yeah, but they can give you higher doses of that. They can give you a lot of it. Yeah, mushrooms is a wonderful drug. I've, yeah, I've, I've never, never, I've never had a bad experience well, with mushrooms. Hallucinogens generally. I worry about the neurological effects long term on it. So with my delicate instrument up here in my head, mm-hmm, I'm, I'm worried mm-hmm, about hurting mm-hmm. it. But mushrooms are the ones you rarely see any real significant consequences. What would from. you th- What would you think if I was to tell you right now that you've been on mushrooms for twenty years and you're not a doctor and you're in a mental home? <laughs> I'd be the, I'd be totally fascinated. Tell me more. Yes, okay. I think it'd be fantastic. I'm a nurse. It doesn't work on someone that's not done mushrooms. It, it does. Yeah. I must tell you, it does freak you out a little bit. Even wouldn't off a, mushrooms. Wouldn't a person who's been on mushrooms for twenty years, oh, if they okay. were told they've never been on mushrooms, believe it? 
Uh, I don't know. Have they never done mushrooms? Okay, if you're in your car right now and you're listening (laughs) to this podcast, you are not you. You are the person that's sitting next to you right now. We're on the Matrix. You are having a bad trip. Steve. This isn't a car. You're sitting in your living room. You don't have kids. You don't have anyone who loves you. We are taking you to a place beyond sight nor sound. (laughs) I don't know how the rest of the Twilight Zone goes. (laughs) (laughs) Tried me best. That was pretty good. I actually might listen to this episode next time I do mushrooms just to see how that goes. That's good. Uh, That's good. Kelly's got to listen to the episode on Wednesday. Uh, Speaking of mushrooms. Forrest, I need more. Way to like out me like I have like some sort of supply or something. I don't know where to get mushrooms. (laughs) The next bill piece. Next bill piece we did. Okay. This, this is the first um, I was going to mention the last when we were on Mushrooms because we have another guest on the show I was going to say hi real quick is uh, um, uh, we were in Vegas last time he did a podcast with us the day, the yeah. day after we had Mushroom Risotto we, yeah we had we were coming down yeah. Orlando Orlando Leva's on he just did the Tonight Show last Friday Jimmy Fallon show that was great and then you have something that guy, Jimmy Fallon nicest guy in the world correct nicest guy nicest in the world, guy in the world. Yeah. And, and, nicest like, guy. So, and like so happy uh, always yeah. happy and, and happy to be doing a show yeah. and happy to and, have you there and, 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 and yeah. seems authentic yes that, yes. He, that he's happy yep. to see yeah. you he really does there really is a belief that he's like oh I'm so glad you're here yes. again oh man it's so great to have you last Living time life. people Living really life. enjoyed you really having you man I'm really happy he's just a great Guy. Yeah, great guy all around. I was happy. He, he spent a lot of time with you, right? Like, uh, yeah, there, it was supposed to be because it was supposed to be, oh, he might come in uh, and to the green room. And then he came in once and then we talked. And then next thing I know, he came back again. And, and what'd you do? You got him a gift. Yeah, yeah. This is an Orlando gets Why, me. But- were you people having a fucking nice off? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, was, but he it got, was like it was like oh man, it was like it felt real nice. So I was like oh that's man, nice, this guy. that's like a nice, that's like a classy move to do that. When you told me you did that, I was like oh yeah, that is a nice thing to do. Well, what, you, what gift did you give him? A new finger? Uh, yeah, I gave him a gift. I just yeah, uh, oh, a, a gift, yeah. literally a gift, <laughs> a picture, of, a picture of Orlando <laughs> Wavy, a gift, <laughs> a gift, a gift. Hey we, Drew, we, what's up, buddy? Hey, I'm such a fan, man. Thank you. Were you, Were you at the ice house? Yeah. Yeah, you're at the ice house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you two have never met? No, we've never met. We never met, and I have him in one of my jokes as he's giving me positive advice in one of my jokes. Okay, where, and what you performed in front of him at the ice house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing the joke. Do you remember was, that, Doctor Drew, or not? No. He was sitting in the back. Yeah, I just thought you court. threw it in there. Yeah, to, yeah. Would you no, care, no. would you would you care to tell a joke? Uh, no. Okay. It wasn't that because it's a story. Do you want to do you want to run out to your car and get him a Theo, present? Huh? It was Theo Vonza. Do you go with Theo often? Uh, no, we're friends. Yeah. Me and Theo, yeah. he's it's fun. It's a fun night, man. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, seen I, stand up. It's great. I know, I know. It's I'm great. I've just watched a movie where you do the voice of it. I watched it with my son. Did, did Hank like it? Um, he was in the aliens. He, he, did, he was the one with the uh, Melissa. Melissa in the aliens. Yeah, uh, so, Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. So it was and on it was Netflix Forte. or something. Yeah. I, I watched it something. Yeah. And Will Forte's in it. Will yeah? Forte's in and it. And so yeah. you're a voice of one of the aliens. Yeah, I'm wild. And so it's one of those weird things that when you were the kid, and I know a few people in show business, right? And so you're watching a cartoon, and then you go, "Oh, that's that alien's one of Dad's friends." It always sounds like you're bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would I know one of the aliens? And yeah. he was like, are you sure? And I'm like, oh, pretty sure. And then I had to check the credits to make sure it was you. Oh, that was awesome. Man. Did he like it? It was good, man. He did like it. It was, it. Such, yeah, it was, a, right, it was yeah. such a good story about a kid being at home. And it was dope. 
I liked it. Yeah, fun, man. That's, that's how you describe the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about kid being at home. It's yeah. such an awesome yeah. story. No, okay, the, yeah. the backstory is You're like really he's selling, selling it. There's a kid at home. Yeah, it's this. a kid who like his he had his parents don't take care of him. He takes care of himself all day. So it's like my backstory. So it was dope when I saw it. Your back, your parents didn't take care of you. No, no, my mom worked a lot. So it was like I just came home and you know. Oh, you're a latchkey kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was too. I was latchkey yeah. kid. Yeah, I had the key around like my neck and whatnot. I would come home, you know. Just do it. And I was like eight, seven. Seven, you came home by yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get really? off the bus and walk home. Oh, well, I was about nine. Yeah. Well, wait, well, how do the aliens come into the story then? Uh, they like... Um, they take his, care of him? Because his dad's a scientist. That's why he's like... And he's so uh, obsessed with aliens yeah. that that's why he doesn't pay attention to his son. He's always upstairs, yeah. like with a big telescope. And then he sent out a message and it caught the aliens. And then they came down to buy stuff off of the shopping network. I think I am on so, mushrooms. Jim. I was just going to say, this is the wildest <laughs> mushroom I, I, trip I've ever I been on. on so are you, are you friends with Leah Thompson now? Yeah, she's really sweet, man. She was really sweet. We did the... <laughs> How, how often do you mention Back to the Future with it? Are you not? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. You never I, went. Yeah, everybody went Back to the Future. You I never went, show your Calvin Klein underwear just huh? to get a laugh. <laughs> no, I I went uh, with uh, what was the other Red Dawn? Red Dawn. That's yeah. what I hit her with, and she was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> what's, what's Red Dawn? It's uh, we were fighting the Russians as teenagers. The, movie. Yeah, it was Patrick Swayze. There was all these high school kids, and they had to fight the Russians. They were invading this small town. What are you they, re- talking they about? redid the movie yeah. maybe five or six years ago. Patrick Swayze was fighting with teenagers against the Russians. Or was he? A he Russian? was a teenager. He was a teenager too. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a teenager. Was how long whoa, 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 whoa! There was a movie called Red Dawn. Good Red Dawn. Never heard yeah. of Red Dawn. I've never heard of Red Dawn. Get out of here! Yeah. Look, I've never heard of Red Dawn. Ah, yeah. Well, it's. It was, I, did, it was did you ever bring up how? with the doctor no but I did bring up November 16 my comedy special comes out on HBO oh, wow. uh, adorable I brought that up to her and she was like I'm so proud of you and I was like yeah man it's been a journey Jim Jeffries helped me and he, she was like Jim Jeffries I go you should do his podcast I did tell her that yeah. real talk Yeah. and then she yeah. went does he know about Howard the Duck <laughs> <laughs> wow that was like 10 segues in one what you just yeah. did right now <laughs> like yeah. also <laughs> Um, yeah, no, but that what is it again? November 16th? Is November 16th, I have... Uh, so I did the Jimmy Fallon show this past Friday. Uh, and um, so Check getting, that out. Check that out because it's getting a lot of views. And, and, and my friends say that I'm doing pretty good in the comments. Like, people aren't... I told them not to look at the comment section. I'll look so at it. Don't, 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 don't. You got to stick away from the comments because nah, I've been writing up. some nasty yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jim. Thank you for the for the for you actually texted me and said thank you and congrats. Yeah, you did. It I was did. just an unknown number, so yeah. I just found. I it. lost my phone in Vegas. We we talked about this on the podcast before, and I, I text Forrest and I said, Forrest, can you take me text me Orlando's number so I can congratulate him on the Tonight Show? And then Forrest sent me a false number. No, and then I and then I had to go to Orlando. Did you get my text? You didn't respond. Yeah. No, no, I gave you the right number, but you didn't respond to because you thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was a bill collector. They're trying to trap me, even though they were saying congratulations. I'm I'm a conspiracy theorist guy too, so not that much. But like you know, I always you think, you think like, hi, what, this is Jim. Congratulations! You think, like, what you conspiracy? Think, well, no, not wait, conspiracy. Wait, 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 I just feel built. why you're you're on a fucking cartoon. You got gigs. You just did the Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. The big question is, why do you have bill collectors? Pay uh, your fucking bills. Uh, well, I'm. Um, 
good at some stuff and I'm good at bad stuff. <laughs> Wait, right, what's conspiracy? What, what do you think? No, no, I just think like, like no, thing? I'm just like I say conspiracy theory, everything. Like, oh, okay. Like so the Masons? No, no, because I know Masons. I know and I know the like the handshakes and do stuff. You know the people who are stone masons like who build like things. That. When when I moved to LA, I was gonna go to the uh the Freemasons so they would help me find a place to live at. But then I was just like, nah, it's gonna get weird. And he whatnot. just likes anything that has what, free at the what's beginning. What's the group that Jim <laughs> part of the uh Huh? The, the over elite uh, oh the Illuminati the Illuminati yeah, like yeah. Jim no Jim's Jim Illuminati. is not an Illuminati no, he's not? yeah he's not no I'm not, I'm not I wouldn't not know invited. I no. wouldn't know where the meetings are at <laughs> Wednesday near Century yeah. City <laughs> like that <I'm... laughs> so I was like that I went to the you like the Illuminati stuff is that no, no no I don't get into it but I'm just saying like bill collectors like <laughs> like uh, you guys I know it sounds funny or whatnot but they call you sometimes and they're like hey listen uh Hold on, I'm having a bad connection. Can you hold? I'm like, all right, buddy, I'll hold. And then they come back, Mr. Labor, are you us $3,000? And then oh. I'm like, ah, oh, you got me. But I hang up on them anyway. And I tell them, you listen to Lil Yachty? And I listen and I hang up the phone to leave them confused. I'm surprised who's, you don't promote your, your HBO special to them, too. Which yeah. one? No, I Who, tried November 16th who, on who's, HBO. Who's I'm little, adorable. Lil Yachty, what was that? He's a rapper. He's a rapper. Oh, I'm out of touch. No, so, but it's so just basically, good. you think that bill collectors, each bill collector has like five clients, and and yeah. your guy was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, he saw Orlando's it. on the Tonight Show. And Let he me was text like, "They right know now. my number, man. I don't know because I'm legendary for blocking them. I have little things that they come on, and they have like little spike caps, and it's like, eh, eh, eh. it's little cartoons that pop up when a bill collector calls me. So I'm pretty this good is, at this it. This is wild. Yeah. Can you fix him? Fix me after November 16th. Yeah, screw after November 16th. Comedy, you, know, you can't True. fix comedians. This isn't a comedian. This is a friend of ours. There's no cartoon. <laughs> no, I, now, now I'm back on mushrooms. God damn he wasn't on the He wasn't on the Tonight Show. There's no Tonight Show. He's, that this he's had left this the room now. I was so not on the Tonight Show wearing a beautiful gold jacket. Yeah. Beautiful gold jacket. bill collectors. I'm sure of that. Hey, Jim, so a question for you. So I did the Tonight Show, and you've been getting that for such a long time meaning getting that us and getting it uh do you retire stuff like my wife is making me retire okay, my jacket this is this is oh no no you only retire material you don't retire the jackets my wife is like oh you got it because it was like it stood out so much I, it was like like i can't wear it like regular. no no i'll tell you so i i had a jacket from the 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 was it maybe the gun control jacket or something like that and then and then dr drew comes to me and he goes we have an auction or something like that can you yeah. donate something and so i donated a jacket and a DVD and I signed the jacket and then I became obsessed with people bidding on it mm. and so I started I started running the bids up a little bit to see if we could get some action and then I bought the jacket back by <laughs> Is that That's true? Awesome. <laughs> nice jacket. Part of it's true. I, I, not even, I did put some bids in oh, to make it go up, but I didn't get the jacket back. Yeah. Uh, but you almost did. Was there a moment when like, you had the highest bid and you're like, shit. Oh, yeah. I had the highest bid for weeks. <laughs> you would have to go collect it. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, keep on donating it to Drew each year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buying it back. So my wife, because I said, oh, I'm because I'm heading back. To New York now, and she's. I said, "Oh, I'm taking the jacket." And she's like, "Oh no, you got to retire that jacket." And I was like, "Oh no, no, and, no!" And she put I'm, it in plastic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something now. I'm gonna tell you something now. You're into the club now because we we can't tell lower comics about this, but there is a hard rock casino just for comedy. Yeah. Where all the jackets are hung up. Oh, no, wow. do what you fucking want with your fucking jacket. <laughs> How long have you been Wear married? It again? Huh? How long have you been married? 
been married uh, 10 years married uh, five, 15 total 5 years dating living together and yeah, then yeah. we got married and yeah, yeah. stuff so it was good it was a lease with an option to buy I bought it nice. and it was good Good. You know, mm. they legit real estate. But, but they women <laughs> have a much better judgment about clothing than men do. So I, yeah. I, I listen to my wife when she says, "Don't do that." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. yeah. I don't know oh no, question. no, I, I'm I'm with you. Women are very particular about clothing. Everyone I come in contact with is like, "Don't take that off me." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Right. Try the rebound joke no, again. No. <laughs> yeah, about Dennis Rodman. So Dennis Rodman does a lot of rebound stuff. Um. So getting back to the third party debate, we we released that. That's out. That's on. That's already been on Facebook. Then, yeah. then we did the next field piece. Now, Orlando, I have to give the microphone over now over to Justin Martindale. There you go. Who was on, Orlando? Congratulations no, on all your success. Thank you, thank you. Hey, November 16th, if you're watching HBO on the HBO app, adorable. Orlando Labor. I will be watching it on demand. I, I never watch anything <laughs> that comes live. will be watching on live, demand January 8th. But I, but, but I will be watching it, mate. Thank you, man. Thank you for the uh, the congratulation text. No problem. Hey, Justin, come and get this mic, yo. I need everyone to stop screaming for one second. Okay, we you got so we did a so this was on the, the Jim Jeffrey show one time. This and is the first fucking diva. This is the first field piece that you were not in. I did the voiceover. I know, but you didn't have to go anywhere. No, I didn't have to go anywhere. It's exciting. I will tell you how little I did on this field piece. I didn't know it was happening. It's Politicon. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't know they sent they sent four comics down to Politicon to yeah. do some chatting. And I didn't know it was happening until Justin texted me oh, yeah. and went, hey, I just did your show today. And I was just like in my underwear watching TV. And I, I was like, in the same, by the way. Okay. Um, it the was... same pair of underwear. You didn't need to text. You could have just turned around. <laughs> can I Can I just be honest how this all went down? Mm. Before, let me just let everyone know what it is. Sure. We, so we sent four correspondents out to Politicon. And uh, Justin Martindale was one, Curtis Cook, uh, one of our writers, and also comics Sarah Tiana and Moses Storm. Yes, which is a great multitude of uh, tragic amazingness. Um, I literally went to my 20th high school reunion, and I don't say that proudly. Um, that Saturday, got drunk, got kicked out of my high school reunion. Ooh, really? Why? Because, well, I was homecoming king and Oh, oh king. they still was, don't like gays yes, in your high yes, school. Still, it's Texas. It's better or work or what? die. Yeah. It was, great. it was fine, Drew. It's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, God. So. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's, let's tap back a bit. You were homecoming king? Yeah. How bad are the gay guys in Texas? Because I'm a good beard? No, but you're saying like all the girls are like. No, I was had a It was a different time. It was like, what's up? But like, man, I don't know. I don't know how to answer this question. But it was like I was hot and I still got it. Whatever. So get did you, kicked did out. Did you bang a lot of girls in high school? Like three. Oh, that's more than I banged in high school. Well, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to say anything. But since you brought it up. I had had sex with one girl while I was in high school. You're like one of the gayest people I know, and you had sex with three. This is fucking bullshit. I was a renegade episode of Glee. That's what I was. (laughs) So He was the reason that one guy was in a wheelchair. Uh Oh, I did her too. I did her too, yeah. Literally tuck and roll on the plane to come out here to go talk to a bunch of Trump supporters Wait a minute, wait a minute. Why were you kicked out of your high school reunion? Because I got drunk. Because yeah, this but girl, what did you do? Nobody ever gets Here's drunk at high school reunion. I have a show on E! called What the Fashion, and the bartender knew me from the show, mm. and I was like, I want like a good... My brother lives in Texas still, so I was like mm. hanging out with him, my sister, my nieces, my, my nephew, and uh, show up at the reunion. I'm like, I want like a good like Texas bourbon. They're like, oh yeah, we got you, da 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 Get the bourbon. They're like, this is $30 a glass. And I'm mm. like, you need to lead with that because yeah. this is, 
I had three of those. Mm-hmm. It was raining. I ended up in the street. It was great. It was you're, perfect. You're, you're, you're missing part of the bartender. story get it? Where, no, 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 no. There was no. It was literally you were like kicked out because the drinks were a bit pricey. No, I got kicked out because I went outside to smoke a cigarette, and then I tried to get back in. They were like, "No, you're done." I'm like, "You don't know me." And then okay, they were like, "You're right, we yeah. don't." And I'm the biggest I, thing to come from. No, Texas. no, no, no. <laughs> it was, it was, it was beautifully tragic. It was, it was the best hmm. tip of the iceberg. Sure. So I fall into an airplane at four o'clock in the morning to get back here to cover Politicon, to go downtown. Wait, 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 wait! wait. I've flown a lot. There is no four a.m. flights in the world. No, sorry, excuse me. 5 a.m. Yes, now, sorry. Now you're speaking factually. I had to get up There's at no 4, 4 o'clock. There's no 4 a.m. flights. There's no 4 a.m. flights. Had my friends throw all my shit in my bag to get me to the airport at 5 o'clock. What, you bring a bunch of friends to your high school reunion no, in, in the, Texas? In the no, room I stayed, with you? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're all Republican. Oh, then. I got into a whole bunch of fights. Everyone's like, we're voting for Ted Cruz. And I'm like, I took you to prom because no one else would. Like, hmm. why are we having this discussion? There was you a whole bunch of Ted fights. You took Ted Cruz to prom? No, 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 no. I'm saying Nothing my friends. I had a lot of friends. There was a lot of bet. Ted Cruz talk. What does Ted Cruz's dick look like? Well, it's like it's like if you put a if you like put a fork in a garbage disposal and turn it on. Ooh. That's what it looks like. It's not bad. But I'm still voting for him. <laughs> That's what my friend said. So um Crooked Ted. Wait a minute, I'm trying to Crooked Ted. true. Can we add an air horn effect? We're getting a soundboard soon. The doctor's in the house. He's in the house. (laughs) The doctor. So literally, I get in here, like one of the worst hangovers in my life, and I look at the the Coliseum. Is it the Coliseum? What is it called? Convention Center. Sure, I'll just call it the Coliseum, because I think lions are going to be like brought out at any moment. And it's a bunch of like Trump supporters and their hats... Which I think it's like a safe space for them. The MAGA, the MAGA, hats. the MAGA hats. But there were I, I was in Politicon and there yeah. was like d- hundreds of rooms going. So they funneled. But you how into many some... people were there, Drew? Like thirty. No, when I was there, there were three hundred thousand. Maybe I've, I've been to DragCon, yeah, mm. and that thing has been sold the fuck out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This yeah. was mm. maybe like. Geez, your high school reunions are really coming along. I know. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> so proud of me right now. But it honestly was like we all showed up. It was Moses and and Curtis and Sarah and I, and we were just like, "Shit, this is a Sunday." Did you do a panel? No, no, no. We just walked around oh, for a wow. couple hours. They man on the street stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it was terrifying. I, I I remember asking this one guy, I was like, "How's your purge going?" And he was like, "Great. I'm having a really good time." I'm I've like, "You didn't four get people. the question." Oh wow. <laughs> He was just like, like, didn't even get it. So it was mostly Trump supporters, you're saying? Oh, yeah. Proud, proud hats in a safe space. In L.A. In L.A., yeah. This one guy said, uh, do you believe women? And he goes, do I believe women? Uh, And I go, should stay in the kitchen? And he was like, well, yeah. I mean, it was intense. I was Uh, just like. How did that not get it? You thought you were back in Texas. (laughs) Huh? You probably thought you were back in Texas. Yeah, exactly. But. Actually, Texas is way more open-minded than I thought it would be. So my brother lives on this ranch with an 85-year-old woman mm-hmm. in a guest house with his, his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Right. Beautiful country. Age isn't a problem when there's love involved. Exactly. And he was like, she big? voted for Beto. Yeah, so yeah. your brother's dating an 85-year-old woman? Well, no. Uh, what I said was my brother and his girlfriend are living on a property in well, that's the hill country. That's weird. An 85-year-old woman owns it. Oh, she owns it. She owns a property. But what, they have to have sex with her to live there or something? Yeah. Like, Probably so, yes. Hard and deep. 
Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, you're making some sort of weird face, like there was some. some no, that's weird... just my face. I have makeup on from the show I was on. Are these your friends who are sitting watching the show? Are these your friends? They seem to be overly laughing. No, they just you. know me from somewhere, right? Who, who, they're Kirshen's friends. Who are you two? They're, they're, who are you two are ladies? You, you're what comedians, are you doing? right? You're, or you're in comedy, comics. You can just yell at us. They know me from from somewhere. Are you, are you, are you comedians? Uh, yeah, we're a couple comedians. Oh, yeah, Santa Barbara comedians. But y'all y'all know me from stand up, right? No. Oh no! Oh, we're throwing uh, in the towel. <laughs> <laughs> These two were like, "Oh my god, we're like so you're so funny." Wow. Yeah, they know you from yeah. your fashion bit yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys vote on no on Prop Eight? This no. Okay. Uh, is Prop Eight still going? No, but it is now. There is another Prop Eight, which is still very. But confusing. aren't you all getting married? I'm not. No, but you're allowed to, right? Right. There is yeah. that curse. I got to ask this as a gay man, and you're also one. Um. <laughs> I have to ask this, right? <laughs> did did legalizing gay marriage piss you off a little bit? A little bit. Because I want them to get rid of heterosexual marriage. That's right. the proposition that I want to get through. I want to keep my money and all that type of stuff, right? But when it happened, did you just go, fuck? Yeah. Now we're in it. We're just like everybody else now. It was so special. And also, it's nice to have something to complain about. Right. You know, I wish the world was a little bit bigoted towards Australians so I could walk around going, you don't know what I have to go through. But see, now I'm seeing my gay friends and my lesbian sisters and stuff going through engagements, going through marriages, and actually get, breaking up engagements yeah. and going through divorces. Yeah. And I'm just like, you used, to be nice, you used to be nice when you were just dating. Did it for your, you did it to yourself. Yep. Did it to yourself. Yeah, and you, I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking like that on Instagram. You, you wanted the equality of some puritanical, fucking archaic tradition. Yes, just some pagan stone. pagan shit. You go we druid realness. We want this stupid fucking <laughs> fucking tradition that is pointless. Mm -hmm. Pointless. At least bring you in a sacrifice. You can just make a commitment to another person. Right. You could have done that all the time. Yeah. Oh no, but we like to be acknowledged when you're in hospital. No. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> We'll cut that out, Kelly. No, no, I'm no, I keep, keep it, it in. Oh, let's talk about rent on Fox coming out. No, okay. oh, are they doing the musical? They're doing rent? the musical rent on Fox. Do people know your musical background? Um, I've mentioned it from time okay. to time. Yeah, me, 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 and uh, and, and Pinsky here. Occasionally, we both have a love of musicals, and we both occasionally mm. chat about musicals. Which is weird. which musical would you be in, Jim? If there was a musical, West Side Story is the best really? musical it's ever been. But I like a I like a fun musical. I like dancing and singing and someone <laughs> falling in love. Don't look at me like that while you're saying it. <laughs> I like a, I, aren't all musicals? Fun? You're giving me like a Louis no. C.K. vibe while you're no. staring no, at me. Some of them. I don't go just, to musicals. So some of it is. I've never. Seen Hamilton and people say Hamilton's amazing, but the guy who wrote Hamilton, every time he's on TV, I want to just fucking punch the screen. Lin Manuel, he just annoys the fuck out of me. I don't know whether it's my racism or I don't like rap. <laughs> You're sort of a purist. You may not like Hamilton. Yeah, I don't. You, you I'm, may a, not. I'm a purist. I like a My Fair Lady. Man. I was thinking My Fair Lady or Kid yeah. and I or something for you. Drew, yeah. what would you be in if you were in a musical? I have to be Tevia, I guess. Which one? Tevia. Yeah. That was Filled really quick. That was a quick. Oh, it's I was okay. thinking about it while he was picking one. <laughs> I think it'd be. In Hairspray. You've been Hairspray? Like a nice doo-wop. Hairspray's a fun musical. Man of La Mancha. And that's that's a more of a modern one, Hairspray. It's yeah. funny because I was watching the Goldbergs the other week, the sitcom. Well, someone should be. Yeah, and they, they did a thing about how the kid didn't want to be in Fiddler on the Roof, and that is my, one of my most hated 
Oh, it's the you don't da, 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 which was covered by Gwen Stefani. And I feel like it doesn't. Does it make me anti-Semitic that I don't like no. Fiddler on the Roof? No. I'm, I'm allowed to not like. I was that, just right? in New York last no, week. Like, and they had a, just, listen to this. It's just drab. Listen, it's drab. You want to talk about drab? They have a production in New York right now that's in Yiddish. The whole right. thing's in See, Yiddish. See, I would watch a Yiddish Fiddler on the Roof because oh I feel like God. it's authentic. Um. So back means. to Politico. I've become so. I went back to Halloween Horror Nights on Sunday. Why? That wasn't because back to Politico. It was the last Thank you, Dr. Drew, for what? trying to help me out here. It, but it's like, it, still it, not it was, working it, out. Was it as fun as when we went? <laughs> back to Politico. Actually, I yeah, went back to the. I can talk over you guys. Politicon? Let's talk about Politicon. No, we don't have to keep talking about it. We were trying to, like, you know, we try to bring it back to it. After we did Politicon. What did we do? You just threw it to the Daily Show. You just threw it to the Daily Show. (laughs) All that happened was, this is the girls on the street. Comedy Central said to me, they said, no Act 4 this week. We have to get into the Daily Show really quickly. So normally in Act 4, we dick around a little bit and we talk about something trivial that happened in the news or something just fun that happened in the news. Mm. Not always trivial. Trivial. And uh, it's normally a one and a half minute piece that we do something yep. like, there's a woman who lives in Oklahoma who gave birth to her son. Which coincidentally, <laughs> See, that's not that weird. coincidentally, next week we have a fun one. We don't want to give it away yet. But I think that especially the listeners of our podcast, but people of the show will like it. And Dr. Drew showed up a little bit early and was kind oh, enough to one. be in. I'm just thinking, Jeff and I need to do a thing where we're singing. You're talking about Jeff. Is this a musical moment? Jeff, that's so weird. Jim, Jim needs to do a thing. I'm on mushrooms. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, Jim and I need to do a thing where we're singing. These two had a theater minor. Jeff, I'm gonna get that. We have a theater minor Mm -hmm. in my basement. I don't want to say anything. Whenever I do a pedophile Illuminati joke, he always wah wahs me. Anyway, so next week we have a. It's. I'm not gonna give it away, but. We Dr. Drew's in it. You're in it. Uh, who else is in it? Vanessa uh, Hudgens. Malin Sarah, Ackerman. Malin Ackerman. Sarah uh, Silverman. A Bill bag Burr, of mashed Roy potatoes. Stovall, uh, we, have, we have a full Brian cast Callen. of King, stars. Brian Callen. Gabriel Iglesias. Carrie all King. Carrie King is in it. Yeah, it's an all-star wow. extravaganza act four next week. So. Oh, I know where my tune place is. It's going to be funny. We'll just talk about just it at the end. But, uh, sign my life away. Okay, does anyone have any last words? Why am I not in a theater production with the guys of uh, the Jim Jeffries podcast? You know, We're going to start one. Do We're going to start one. Let's do it. I don't like musicals. Um, well, guys, look, <laughs> Justin, thank you for being on the show. Orlando, these are like th- three of my favorite yeah. men on the entire planet. Mm. The three uh, of you. Love all three of you. Thank you so much for being on the us. show. Dr. Drew, is there anything that you'd like to say? Uh, my leave? website and podcast, drdrew.com, and I've got a whole series of podcasts there. And Jim is on the Dr. Drew podcast case. I've like, been on seven yeah, of them. A couple times. Yeah, yeah. If, if you. But I got a bunch of stuff there. I just go to my website, please. Okay, great. Justin, anything you'd like to say? In- I mean, where do I begin? Okay, thank you. Orlando. I'll be in the toilet. I'll come back in 20 minutes to hear the end of Justin's spiel. Um, watch, Orla- watch Orlando November 16th on HBO and uh, it's called Adorable it's this half hour uh, if you're in Tampa in two weeks I'll be there at Side Splitters November 23rd through the 25th please buy tickets and come to that and then I so far only have confirmed uh, in Melbourne at the Comics Lounge February 27th through March 2nd of next year please buy tickets for that go to my website foreshaw.net and uh, leave us a voicemail at 833-453-6533 or 8334 Jim Jeff, and we'll never play it and ever talk about it. And um, please subscribe and review us. Uh, that's, I guess I shouldn't say that, huh? Yeah, do that. Leave a good one. Yeah. We still don't have any good ones, I guess what it is. Somebody left seven in a row f- over the last two days. 
Yeah, so. and neither none of them were good. Yeah, well, well, I'll let I'll play them for you. Okay, well, step up your game. Please subscribe, review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you listen yes. to podcasts. And um, thanks for listening. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.